عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ان الله يامركم ان تؤدوا الامانات الى اهلها قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم اذا ضيعت الامانه فانتظر الساعه او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم most respected ulama ikram brothers and elders <coughs> in the quran sharif allah taala mentions hazrat luqman ali salatu wassalam this alone is already an indication that what status and what position he had that in a manner of praise allah taala has mentioned him in the quran sharif there is difference of opinion regarding whether he was a nabi of allah taala the majority of scholars are of the view that he was not a nabi he was a very pious person who allah taala had blessed with a lot of wisdom and this gained him such a high position that allah taala mentions him in the quran sharif and an entire surah of the quran sharif is named after him so this shows us the position and the status of the personality once somebody saw him and he saw the honor and the respect that he has been accorded how the people have been treating him with such great honor and respect and the person who observed this was somebody who knew him from childhood but had not met him for a very very long time and had never known what this person's position and honor is and at that time he didn't even completely recognize him so when he saw him he asked him he looked at him carefully he said definitely it is my old friend so he asked him that are you luqman he said yes so are you the same abyssinian slave who used to graze sheep so he said yes so he said from that point where you used to be grazing sheep as a slave and today to this position and status this is a very dramatic advancement very dramatic progress what brought you to this position where were you and where are you now so he said nothing that you can't achieve also obviously the special position that allah taala gives somebody that is something which comes as a gift from allah taala what he was referring to that in principle the position in the sight of allah tbaraka wa taala of any person apart from the anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam which is something that is not within anybody's capacity to acquire to acquire nubuwwat nobody can try to acquire nubuwwat and in any case the door of nubuwwat is sealed with rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam but piety and the maqam of the siddiqin after the anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam in the quran sharif allah taala says ma'an nabiyyin as-siddiqin was-shuhada'i was-salihin when we make dua in surah al-fatiha 
اہدن الصراط المستقیم صراط الذین انعمت علیہم اللہ گائیڈ می ٹو دا اسٹریٹ پاتھ دا پاتھ اف دوز ہوم یو ہیو فیورڈ سو ہو ار دیز پیپل ہو اللہ تعالی ہیز شاؤڈ اسپیشل فیور آن سو ان انادر آیت اللہ تعالی ہمسلف گیوز اس دی ڈیٹیل الذین انعمت علیہم من النبیین والصدیقین والشہداء والصالحین دوز ہوم اللہ تعالی ہیز فیورڈ امنگ دی انبیاء علیہم السلام and then next in rank the siddiqeen so the rank of the siddiqeen that is open still the rank of nubuwwat is closed so what he meant was that if you want to gain this high position in terms of the rank of the siddiqeen it's open for you also it's not something that allah ta'ala is close to anybody else and then he said you want you can get it also so he said but how So he said there were three things that I adopted and I held on to very very dearly in my life. And I did not compromise on these things in any way. And as a result, Allah Ta'ala blessed me with this position, with this honor, with this status. So three things and these three things became the means of gaining this great honor and position obviously in the sense that honor and position in the sight of allah taala honor and position if it is only in the sight of the world then of what use is that many a times we aspire for these things but when a person leaves the dunya what is going to come with him with this honor this position this worldly status anything of this will be of any use to him in the qabr of any use to him in the akhirat if there was no honor in the st- in the sight of allah taala so if a person has no position no status in the world but he has gained position in the sight of allah taala then he's gained everything what is this dunya so in any case he said yes three things so again to understand this in proper context that it does not mean in any way that a person just does certain selected things and everything else will be fine if he does it or doesn't do it when the sahaba ikram the awliya of allah tabarak wa taala the pious personalities when they talk about the effect of certain selected aspects it is what they are talking about the things that are over and above the essentials the extras one is a person buys a vehicle so that vehicle one is a basic model but over and above the basic model then there's a list of extras that basic model also will take him from point a to point b but if he doesn't have that basic model the car is not there but he's got the leather seat how far is going to go with the leather seat the car is not there the engine is missing but he's got all the other optional extras he's got that sound system which is worth maybe 100000 rands so now he's going to drive around with that sound system but where is he going to drive to there's no engine there's no car so obviously when these things are mentioned it means that with the car and with the basic level of these things being in place but to bring it to a peak bring it to a height so he said yes three things so what are these three things these three qualities So first he said was sidqul hadith the second aspect adaul amana 
And the third aspect, وَتَرْكِي مَا لَا يَعْنِينِ The first thing he mentioned, always speaking the truth. Always speaking the truth, not compromising on the truth in any way. And many a times, the first casualty in anything is the truth. Whatever things comes up, the first casualty becomes the truth. So this is something which has a very, very high level. And it takes a person to very high positions in the aspect of truth. There is initially some sabr. Because sometimes when a person says the truth, then he might have to just bear some patience also. But when he has said the truth for the sake of Allah Ta'ala, and he has undertaken whatever sabr is required, then the end result of that is beyond what the whole world can give him. Hazrat Ka'ab bin Malik the famous hadith, very lengthy hadith in Fazail Amal we read as well, where he did not join Nabi Wasallam in Tabuk, and after Nabi Wasallam returned, lengthy incident, Nabi Wasallam comes back, then the munafiqeen, the hypocrites, they came and they made some excuses, Nabi Wasallam accepted the excuse also. And Ka'ab bin Malik and the other two sahaba, they come and they give the truth as is. That I had no excuse. If I say anything else, it will just be a lame excuse. There was really no excuse. I got no reason why I, couldn't, I did not make it. I should have been there. So this was a truth they spoke. And now that they spoke the truth, there was some test that came also. For 50 days, they were now boycotted, ostracized, all communication cut off. And this was this, a very, very severe thing. Being thrown into a prison with hard labor was easier for them than walking around free, but Nabi Islam also not talking to them. That was the biggest test for them and the most difficult thing for them. That Allah's Nabi Islam is not talking to me. The Sahaba Kiram are not talking to me. But for 50 days they bore this in the line of truth. But what was the end result? The end result is they got mentioned in the Quran Sharif. Allah Ta'ala is mentioning these three people who their toba was now postponed because they came and spoke the truth. So you wait now 50 days. And things became so difficult on them that despite the vastness of the earth, the earth had become very narrowed for them. And they realized that there is no way out except towards Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala then showered down His mercy upon them so that their tawbah will be accepted. Now in the Quran Sharif their mention came. Until Qiyamah we will re- recite the Quran Sharif and we will recite this incident of theirs and we will get sawab for reciting their incident. So this came as a result of truth. Sidqul Hadith. But sometimes we should also understand that the truth is worse than the lie. 
the truth is worse than the lie. For example, there is a problem between two people. Now one person, one party, he said something against the other. So now we overheard it. So now we carry the tail along and go and pass it on to the other person. So what we said is true, but carrying the tail is worse than the lie. In the hadith, Nabi Islam says, لَيْسَ الْكَذَّابُ الَّذِي يُسْلِحُ بَيْنَ النَّاسِ that, that person who makes peace between two people, now in the process of making peace, he is saying something which is not the reality. Now this one party, he said some very harsh things and very, very nasty things about the other. He goes across and he says to him, that I just came from your brother or your cousin or your friend or whoever and I asked him that what's the problem? He says, I don't know what's the problem. Everything is fine with me. I am just waiting for my brother to come back to me. Meanwhile, he was saying, I don't want to see him my whole life. So the statement he made was, I don't want to see him my whole life. And now this person is going and relating that he's saying, I don't know when I'll, I'll get to meet him. I'm just dying to meet him. Meanwhile, he's saying, I don't want to meet him till I die. He turned it around, I'm dying to meet him. So in any case, this lie, it's a lie outwardly, this lie is better than that truth. Because that truth will create a greater problem between these two people. And this lie will bring them together. So Nabi Islam says, Allah Ta'ala has forgiven this lie. That person who speaks something which is not exactly the reality, in order to make peace between two people, such a person will get more reward for that than the truth. The truth will get... Uh, He'll be accountable for that. He'll get a sin for saying the truth. So in any case, apart from these situations, the truth is something that should never be compromised. In fact, Hazrat Umar the things that are mentioned in this hadith, in this uh, statement of Luqman wasalam, Umar on one occasion said to the Sahaba that لَا تَنْظُرُوا إِلَىٰ صِيَامِ أَحَدِكُمْ إِلَىٰ صِيَامِ أَحَدٍ وَلَىٰ إِلَىٰ صَلَاتِهِ if you want to judge a person, don't judge him by his salah. That he's performing his salah. Alhamdulillah, what a thing. That is the fundamental pillar of deen. But if you want to judge him as a person, you want to judge him as a person in terms of somebody you want to deal with. You want to judge him as a person in some terms of somebody you want to have some kind of social interaction with then don't make the judgment purely on this. Without this, then that too will obviously fail. If a person has other things but does not have salah in his life, that too is not good enough. That is very poor. But together with the salah, don't restrict the judgment only on that. Don't look purely at his fasting. These things are fundamental. He can't do without it. But don't base the judgment purely on this. Rather, وَلَكِنِ انظُرُوا إِلَيْهِ إِلَىٰ صِدْقِهِ إِذَا حَدَّثَ وَإِلَىٰ أَمَانَتِهِ إِذَا اَتُّمِنَ وَإِلَىٰ وَرَعِهِ إِذَا إِذَا أَشْفَى Look at three things. When he speaks, see how truthful he is about his speech. And then the second thing, which Luqman mentioned, the same thing as Umar Lanu mentions. Prophet mentioned three things. One is he mentioned the truth, always the truth. The second thing, 
that whenever I was entrusted with something, I always fulfilled the trust. I never ever compromised in the fulfillment of trust. And Omar Ilano says the same thing here. You want to see a person? Then see him in his speech, how truthful he is. And see him in his manner of fulfilling the trust. How does he fulfill the trust? And the third thing Omar Ilano mentions is, that ila wara'ihi ida ashfa. Look at his taqwa when the dunya comes to him. The dunya is now coming headlong towards him. Now look at his taqwa in that. How does he deal now? Now does he start cutting corners? Does he start cutting corners with his ibadat? I'm very busy now. I got no time. So my salah also will become qaza. And if not qaza, then jamaat. Well, that is maf. So, when that dunya has come, he is still not compromising anything in terms of deen. Then now the person is somebody you can really rely on. So in any case, Luqman Salaam, he says the same thing. That the first thing was the truth, always the truth. The second thing, amanat, fulfilling the trust. And this is something Allah Ta'ala gives the command in the Quran Sharif, Inna Allah ya'murukum Allah Ta'ala commands you to give the aspect of trust to the one who is deserving of it. Whatever is entrusted to you, you fulfill the trust. And among the signs of Qiyamat, Nabi Salaam says, that is a duyyatil amanatu When amanat and trust is now violated, then wait for Qiyamah to come. Qiyamah is now very close. When trust is violated, Qiyamah is very close. And the trust is what? It's a very wide concept. Even a word that a person gives is a trust. His word is a trust. He has given somebody his word, he has to stick to it. Hazrat Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala he had a treaty with the Romans in the time when he was the Khalifa. So, the treaty that pact was fixed to a certain date. Just to a fixed date. So for example, it was now, say the first of Rajab. So as the days came closer to the first of Rajab, one year for example, now the first of Rajab is coming closer. Hazrat Muawiyah started gathering his army closer to the border. He didn't cross the border in any way. He didn't cross into the Roman lands. He started gathering his army closer to the border. And as the time elapsed and the first of Rajab, for example, came in, now he had already gathered his forces close, close to the border. So as soon as the time elapsed, he gave the command and they moved swiftly into the enemy lands. Now the pact is over. The treaty was to a fixed time. So the pact is over. So now everybody is free. So they started moving swiftly into the enemy lines and they began conquering one place after the other and they moved deep into the Roman territory. And as they are still proceeding in this way, they see from the distance somebody is coming on a horseback and he's shouting at the top of his voice, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Wafa'un la ghadrun. 
وفاءٌ لا غدرٌ اللہ اکبر fulfill your pledge don't deceive anybody don't break your pledge so they waited they wondered who is this person as he comes closer they see it's the sahabi of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Amr ibn Ambasa radiallahu ta'ala an so he comes along eventually he reaches them they ask him what's the problem so he says you must fulfill your pledge don't break your treaty don't break your pledge you have given a word say what did we do wrong we were well within our borders before the pact finished off only after the pact was over the time was fixed when the date passed then only we crossed the border so we have done nothing wrong he says no I have heard Nabi Wasallam say something what did you hear Nabi Wasallam saying I heard Nabi Wasallam saying that if a person has a pact with somebody then he, the crux of what was said thereafter was that he shouldn't do anything against the spirit of that treaty and pact since you stayed well within the borders of the Islamic land, the Muslim lands, but you had already started preparing for war. You already started gathering your forces. This was against the spirit of that pact and treaty. So the word that you gave, one is the literal word, but there's a spirit of that word also. One is, you say, we do- signed on the dotted line, but then we look into the fine print. That is there any loophole? They take it to senior counsel maybe. Then he'll find maybe not just a loophole, he'll find such a big hole, the whole document will go inside. So that is the, all the games we may play with the words, but what we're trying to do, is it in accordance to the spirit of that document? Or is it against the spirit of what was signed? So he says to Hazrat Muawiyah that this what you did was against the spirit of that pledge and that treaty and pact which you made with the Romans. Now the Sahaba Ikram, they were not like us. Can we imagine having conquered vast amounts of territory and still just running away because the enemy was unaware. They were caught off guard. So now it was still open field. Hazrat Muawiyah when he hears this, he says to the entire Muslim army, everybody retreat, go back, completely out of the enemy territories and move right into the Muslim lands again. And all this conquered territory, leave it. Why? Because we have to live up to our word. We gave our word, the word of a Muslim is the word of a Muslim. And to go against that word is going against an amanat. So after having conquered all this land, he gives the command, we retreat now and go right back. And there's no, no, opposite, no uh, opposition in front of them. There's no other reason for them to go back. Just that we got to live up to our word. Hazrat Muawiyah empties the entire place. So we'll go back. Then when they are aware that now everything is clear and open, everybody is at their liberty to do what they wish, then we will decide what we want to do again. But for now out, takes everybody right out again. Hazrat Huzaifa bin Yaman radiallahu ta'ala he and his father are on their way to join Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa for Badr and Badr the whole scene of Badr we know 313 sahaba with about 6 swords between them can we imagine an army with 6 swords and there's a thousand strong against them fully armed so now every person will count 
and Hazrat Huzaifa radiallahu ta'ala an and his father, they are on their way to meet Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and join him in Badr. And somehow on the way, they lost their way, or whatever the case was, the enemy got hold of them. They told them, you all are on the way to go and join Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So they, in order to now save themselves, they said, no, we got no intention of fighting. We are not going to fight anybody. So they took a promise from them that you promise you will not fight against us. He said, yes, we promise. He said, fine, you go straight to Madinah again now. You don't go and fight against us. And they released them. So they, after they get released, they come and they somehow make their way and come and join Nabi Wasallam in Badr. And now this battle is about to take place. And these are the odds. 313 with this kind of equipment and facing the army of 1,000 strong, fully armed. And they come and say to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that this is the whole incident, the whole episode. And we gave them our word that we are not going to fight against them. Now in this scene, where they are now being faced with this army of disbelievers who are wanting to take their lives, who have come for their blood, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says to Hazrat Huzaifa and his father, the two of you go back to Madinah Munawwara. And he says to him, says to them, Nafilahum bi ahdihim alayhim. That we will fulfill our words that we have given them. In other words, you gave them your word, as Muslims we will fulfill that word. To who? To the enemy that has come to take your life. We've given them our word, we'll fulfill it. We'll beg Allah Ta'ala's help against them. To that extent, Nabi Wasallam taught this lesson and in such a dramatic way in such a dramatic moment that this is the word of a mu'min and a mu'min doesn't go against his word though there are certain leeways when a person's life is in total danger and so on that what he can say and what he can't say this is something we should inquire from ulama ikram but the point is that Nabi Islam displayed the highest level that even in this moment when we have this kind of situation of war we will fulfill our word so Nukmah mentioned these two things first. First was truth. The second was fulfilling amanat. And in this amanat, amanat is a very wide concept. Abdullah ibn says that when a person is in the path of Allah wa ta'ala, this becomes a means of all his sins being forgiven. But then he says, illal amana. Amanat won't get forgiven. That he'll have to pay for sin. He did not discharge the trust. He'll have to pay for that. In any case, he explains that in details. That wudu amanatun. Wudu is also amanat. One is the water that you use the, to make the wudu with. That is amanat. Ibadat is also an amanat. That are we doing it correctly? Are we trying to do it in the best way possible? He says, was salatu amanatun. Salah is also an amanat. Are we trying to fulfill this amanat properly? Walkailu amanatun, walwaznu amanatun. Measuring and weighing, this is amanat. And he says, وَأَشَدُّهُ الْوَدَاعِ The most severe and most demanding form of amanat is a trust to look after. And then Abdullah ibn Amr ibn Asad then explains further, he says, Al-Udhunu Amanatun. Before that, in fact, he says, Wal Farju Amanatun. The private parts sign Amanat. 
This is not something that a person has total freedom regarding. It's an amanat. An amanat he will be asked about on the day of Qiyamah. Then he says, Uzunu amanatun. The ears are an amanat. What is a person listening to? Is he listening to ghibat? Is he listening to haram things? Well, aynu amanatun. The eyes are an amanat. Allah Ta'ala's gift. What is a person using his eyes for? What is he looking at? Behind closed doors and behind drawn curtains, what is he looking at? Allah Ta'ala is watching also. And the type of things that keep coming up are mind-boggling. Allah Ta'ala save us and save everybody. That way to where, what kind of things a person is married, person is living in outwardly a happy married situation but in his bedroom he is sitting and doing something else and Allah forbid what not so this eyes are in amanat and this is an amanat when this is not looked after it destroys the amanat of the heart also when the amanat are protected the amanat of the heart cannot be protected that will get destroyed immediately so he says, Well, I know Amanatun. Well, Lisanu Aman. The tongue is an Amanat. How often this tongue is used like a sword and it cuts hearts. The kind of comments it makes. Many a times, unfortunately, we get this kind of emails coming as well that somebody wants to know how to handle this. How to handle it? My husband keeps telling me how ugly I look. Where is any kind of sense of shame? And this is all the result of the haram that people look at. The haram that people look at, what is halal, the person now becomes ungrateful for the halal he has. And Allah Ta'ala forbid that when this carries on, then he becomes deprived of the halal also. So he says, well, lisanu amanatun. This tongue is an amanat. It should be saying that which is good. Say to my servants to say that which is best. Not to cut hearts. Sometimes we cut anybody's and everybody's hearts, our parents' hearts, that wife's heart, and on trivial things, on things that have absolutely no reason to make any issue about. But because there's somebody defenseless on the other end, so I must show my authority. So he says, Well, Lisanu Amanatun, be careful, the tongue is also an amanat. Well, Yadu Amanatun, the hand is an amanat. Well, Rijlu Amanatun, the legs are an amanat. Where is this being taken? Which direction is it walking in? All this is an amanat. So, the second thing that he mentioned was that this amanat. And the third thing Hazrat Dukmah mentioned that what brought me to this position and status that leaving out all futile things. One is something which is haram. There's no question about it. But then there are certain things which are not haram but they are futile. They are of no use in deen and no use to us in dunya also. Like the story that we keep talking about unfortunately 
the kind of complaints that come also. That that wife is sitting and waiting the whole day for the husband to come back, then he comes home and he's sitting and playing games on his phone. One is if that game is impermissible and it's out of the question. Now he's playing some Allah Adam, some snake game. So now we're getting caught by the snakes. Now this is his time, how his time is passing. So leaving out all these futile things, because these futile things often border what is impermissible. And the space between futile and haram sometimes is very, very short. It's just a step, one step away. And when a person is walking close to the border, when he's walking close to the border, he'll just cross any time. So Luqman is saying that you want this position in the sight of Allah Ta'ala, the rank of the Siddiqeen, it's open for you also. Obviously the vehicle must be there, the engine must be there, the car must be movable. All the farais, the wajibat, the sunnat and is in place. Person is staying away from haram. But now to gain that, now to bring these things, to enhance these aspects. The aspect of truthfulness, the aspect of amanat, honesty. And giving up futile things, these are things that Allah Ta'ala then makes it a means of a person gaining great proximity to Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala grant all of us all the qualities of Iman and enable us to become the true servants of Allah Ta'ala. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin. It's reported in the hadith that a person who recites La ilaha illallah a hundred times daily, Allah Ta'ala will cause his face to shine like the 14th moon on the day of Qiyamah. What this means is that he will get the tawfiq, inshallah, of doing righteous actions which will become the means of this great honor. La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah Sallallahu tabaraka wa ta'ala Alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi Wa ashabihi wa baraka wa sallama Tasliman kathiran kathira Ya Rabbi salli wa sallim daiman abada Ala habibika khayril khalqi kullihimi جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله لا إله إلا الله 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 
ہر تمنا دل سے رخصت ہو گئی اب تو آ جا اب تو خلوت ہو گئی ہر تمنا دل سے رخصت ہو گئی اب تو آ جا اب تو خلوت ہو گئی مٹا دے اپنی ہستی کو چھوڑ دے ساری بستی کو بستی بستی کہتا جا اللہ 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 ربنا ولمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تخفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين رب اغفر وارحم واعفو وتكرم 
وتجاوز عما تعلم انك انت العز الاكرم اله العالمين يا الله ومسمى سفر الله مسكين الجريشس الله يا الله فوجيف اس يا الله يا الله فوجيف دنتا يا امه رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا الله ميك اس بيور اند كلين فروم ايفري سن يا الله اله العالمين ميك اس يور ترو اند اوبيدينت سيرفنتس يا الله اله العالمين يا الله سيف اس فروم اول ذا فتنه اند فساد يا الله يا الله ثرو اوت ذا وورلد ويفر ذا مسلمز ار سفرينج ريموف ذير هاردشيبس اند ديفيكولتيز يا الله اله العالمين يا الله جيف اس اول ذا كواليتيز اوف ايمان يا الله يا الله جيف اس اونستي يا الله جيف اس تروثفولنس يا الله اله العالمين انيبل اس تو فولفول ذا امانات يا الله اله العالمين سيف اس فروم اول فيوتيليتي يا الله اله العالمين جراند اس ذا هاي ليفلز اوف تقوى يا الله يا الله جيف اس ذا رانك اوف ذا صديقين يا الله اله العالمين يا الله انيبل اس تو فولفول ايفري كوماند اوف يوز يا الله يا الله جيف اس ذا لوف اوف ذا سنه اوف رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا الله ليت اس ليف اور لايف اكوردنج تو ذا سنه اوف رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم اله العالمين يا الله سيف اس فروم اول ذا ايفلز يا الله اله العالمين يا الله انيبل اس تو ريلايز ذا امانات اوف اول اور لمز يا الله اله العالمين ليت اس فولفول ذس امانات يا الله اله العالمين ليت اس نوت دو اني ثينج ذات از اجينست ذا ريكويرمنتس اوف ذس امانات يا الله يا الله سيف اس فروم ذا سينز اوف ذا ايز يا الله سيف اس فروم ذا سينز اوف ذا ايرز يا الله سيف اس فروم ذا سينز اوف ذا تنغ يا الله protect us from the sins of the heart ya allah ya allah save us from the sins of the hands and feet ya allah ilahu alamin make us your obedient and true servants ya allah ilahu alamin ya allah you granted us this deen ya allah ya allah this is only your gift ya allah ya allah it is no achievement of ours ya allah ilahu alamin keep us on this deen ya allah keep us steadfast on deen ya allah ilahu alamin tell us last breath keep us on deen ya allah take us with the kalima la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah ya allah take us on iman kamil ya allah take us on tawbatan nasuh ya allah ilahu alamin ya allah make our covers gardens of jannah for us ya allah ya allah grant us the shafaat of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ya allah give us jannatul firdaus without any reckoning ya allah ya allah all those who have passed away from our families from throughout the ummah ya allah fulfill ya allah fill their covers with noor ya allah make their complete maghfirat ya allah grant them the highest stages in the akhirat ya allah ya allah those of our parents who have passed away ya allah make their complete maghfirat ya allah ya allah give them a special place in ala illiyir ya allah ya allah those of our parents who are living ya allah ya allah you give them barakat in their lives and health and wealth ya allah give us a tawfiq of making their khidmat ya allah ilahul alamin let us be obedient children of this ya allah ilahul alamin let us gain their duas through their khidmat ya allah ya allah let us gain your muhabbat through their khidmat ya allah ilahul alamin fill our hearts with your love ya allah fill our hearts with your love ya allah fill our hearts with your love ya allah allahumma inna nas'aluka hubbak wa hubba man yuhibbuk wal 'amala alladhi yuballighuna hubbak allahumma ij'al hubbaka ahabb ilayna min anfusina wa ahlina wa min al-ma'il barid ilahul alamin ya allah all those who are sick give them shifaa kamila adila mustamira daima ilahul alamin ya allah all those who in any difficulty and hardships remove their hardships and difficulties ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah all those who ask us to make dua for them fulfill all their pious aspirations ya allah remove all their difficulties ya allah fulfill all their needs ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah grant us the best of dunya and the best of akhirati allah allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhu bika min sharri ma sta'adaka minhu nabiyyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam anta al-musta'an wa 'alayka al-balagh wa la hawla wa la quwwata illa billahi al-'ali al-'azim wa sallallahu ta'ala ala khayri khalqihi sayyidina muhammad wa alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in walhamdulillahi rabbil